Hello and welcome to episode 121 of the Perth to Paisley podcast, a podcast dedicated to heart of Midlothian Football Club. Joining me, Adam Kennedy, to discuss the Jambos getting back to winning ways thanks to a 3-0 victory over St Johnston at Tynecastle is Daniel McIver. What's happening, mate? How are you? Not bad. I'm going to preface this now for listeners. It's been a weekend of a wrestling pay-per-view. It's all I've been thinking about. I kind of forgot what the score was, and I've not thought at all about this upcoming double heater against Celtic. So I have no idea what this, the quality of this episode is going to be, but as a result, I'm doing very well. How are you? <laughs> that's, that's exactly the, the type of encouragement that I needed at the start of the episode. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm, I'm all right, mate. I'm all right. I, I'm pleased to see... Let's get back to what it ways, as I've alluded yes. to. However, there is that small notion of, as you've alluded to, Celtic twice in one week, <laughs> which just can never possibly ever bode well. No. Uh, particularly when one of them's at Parkhead and the other is in the Scottish Cup. Um, but, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll give it our best and we'll see what happens. <laughs> I, I'm really, oh. Oh, this is not nice. Really Mate, not nice. Think about me next week. I've got a host covering both the games. Oh Jesus! I know. I don't envy you. I don't envy you. I, I should say that. Uh, just I, I'm going to let the listeners know because obviously I've let you know off air. But yeah. thankfully, I'm missing the game. Well, is it thankfully? Is it, it's, it's it's thankfully, thankfully. it's thankfully right now that I'm missing the game on Saturday because Cammy Anderson, who we've had on here, uh, the our Dunfermline correspondent if you will mm-hmm. uh, who's appeared on this podcast is actually getting married so it's his stag do in Berlin this weekend I'm off to watch another capital club I'm off to watch Hertha versus Mainz at the Olympia Stadion on Saturday can't wait but that will probably come off the back of an absolute drubbing at the hands of Celtic at Tynecastle so really I might just be sitting there with a big brat worse still depressed and hope that the beer just drowns my sorrows as I'm watching Hertha get absolutely torn to shreds by Mainz yeah. so so it'll be, it'll be a good laugh. Um, I was literally in Auchinleck on Saturday and I'm going to the Olympia Stadion the, the following week. I love football so much. Similar venues. Yeah. Very similar venues. <laughs> similar facilities as well. Yeah. Um, and speaking of a league with cracking facilities... <laughs> what a link! What a, this is the quality we're in for this week, guys! Come on! Resources are plenty. It's Scotland's top tier. There was a full fixture card in the cinch at the weekend. Oh, That's sorry. the worst link we've ever that, done. Comfortably. It's my favourite one, though. Comfortably. That's my favourite I, I, I said to McIver, I don't have the energy for this today. I just I can't <laughs> be bothered with this episode. It's nice to see us win, but uh, really, I don't care in the grand scheme of things because I know what's coming up this week. So, great. Uh, but yeah. Facilities, yeah, come on. Resources, money. Yeah, um, exactly. Elsewhere in the cinch, uh, well, here's here's another positive for you. Hibernian annoyingly won really well at Livingston no. yeah, by four yeah. goals to one, but again, it's against ten men. So does it really count, Hibs fans? You let us know exactly. um, with a barrel load of abuse. Uh, Rangers <laughs> beat Kilmarnock 3-1 at Ibrox. Uh, they raced into a 3-0 lead before half-time and let Kelly win the second half 1-0, so that was really nice of them. Um a great one for Motherwell, who have transformed. I mean, Kettleball is in full flow <laughs> after <laughs> Hamelball came to an end uh, with a 2-0 with a victory up in Dingwall against Ross County, a relegation rival. And speaking of sides at the bottom, Jim Goodwin's dugout debut in Dundee. I can't even believe I've just said that sentence. 
ended in a 3-1 defeat against his former club Aberdeen uh, at Tannadice on Saturday night uh, before St Mirren took the lead against Celtic on Sunday uh, but went down to 10 men with Charles Dunn getting sent off and were then subsequently battered as they conceded five second half goals which has me very worried ahead of both Wednesday and Saturday uh, to the league leaders. What did you make of the other five matches in the cinch, McIver? Uh, Celtic and Rangers won comfortably. Absolutely uh, uh, yeah. shocked. And other news, water's wet. <laughs> yeah. So, um, sorry, before we get into this, do you think this is the biggest gulf you've ever seen in terms yeah. of the form? Yeah, I, I saw Because we can't Brown's. really remember the early 90s when Celtic reached Seville and, you know, that great Martin O'Neill team and Rangers, Rangers under Dick Advocat. Yeah, like... The the first memories I really have of Celtic are like the mid two thousands. That's yeah. when I started to pay attention to them. So and even then it's just kind of wee things. The main Celtic player I remember from when I was wee is Samaras. Oh mine's <laughs> Aidan McGeady, without a doubt. Oh no, see I definitely think it I, I remember think despising Sam- him. I think of Samaras. And Brown, obviously. Oh of course. Um but yeah, I do think the golf is big is the biggest that I'm aware of in our lifetime. Uh, again, really bodes well for this week ahead. Oh, <laughs> um, such a, it looked like a weird game. Um, I, the sending off obviously definitely impacted it, considering it was just 2-1 at the time and Livingston were definitely in it. The goals scored by both sides were kind of weird, like you would imagine they wouldn't go in on other days. Um, yeah, it is just funny that Hibs... Like just keep beating ten men. Like it is just funny that that is a stat. But they're doing very well just now. Um, very clearly our main competitor for third. So the next derby is going to be a laugh. I tell you um, what, it's uh, it's certainly not as bad as it was. I mean, what are they? I think they've gone seven league games unbeaten now. They've got yes, the likes right. of the big Ukrainian fella back, Nisbet back. Yuan looks good. I like yeah, the big American up front. They're yeah they're. They're actually they're actually looking semi competent despite having less players than when Lee Johnston arrived, yeah, which is weird. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely interesting. Uh, the biggest takeaway for me for the weekend was the Motherwell Ross County game because again, I obviously only watch sports scene and how much can you tell? But I have no idea how Motherwell never mind won that game. I don't understand how they got anything from that game because it was all <laughs> Ross County barring the two Motherwell highlights. Um, but yeah, Stuart Kelwell is just absolutely smashing it. Just one manager of the month, which means he'll never win another that. game again. Yeah, like, that's <laughs> yeah that, 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 that curse is done. I think Ross County were just able to reap the rewards from a woeful Dundee United last week. And yet, they're up against a Motherwell team that actually are shutting out teams, which yeah. United obviously can't do. Yeah, it's weird. And on Dundee United, I said on Twitter... Uh, on the night actually because obviously they had the later kick off on Saturday yeah 6 o'clock I gave it a watch you know you were actually quite good first half but for the first kind of 50 minutes they were actually yeah. no bad um, I think they're in a competition with themselves to to concede the most ridiculous goal every single week because I don't oh. know what Ryan Edwards is doing like he can send it out for a corner send it up the park send it out for a throw in do you've got an option in Charlie Mulgrew there what he decides to do is allow the ball to bounce a couple of times and allow one of the fastest players in the league in Duke get time to get in, nick it off him, and then listen, it's an amazing finish. Is that the back heel? <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Like that's a class finish that isn't spoken up 
enough, I don't think, on commentary. No, like definitely not. It's a great finish, but listen, everybody knows I like Jim Goodwin. I like Jim Goodwin more than most people, right? <laughs> is it mainly to do with how attractive he is? Yes. But I think you saw in that first 50 minutes there are positives to take. It might... If this is the new manager bounce, that's a worry. Because <laughs> But I genuinely just think that's them down. I don't see any way back for them. They're, they're away to Livingston, uh, funnily enough, the night that this episode's released, just as we obviously go to Parkhead and, and re- Hibs Hole Strangers. They're four points behind with that game in hand that's played mm-hmm. away to Livy. I, I don't know. I. Livy are in dire straits. Yeah, I do think. True. I do think. I do think they will win because they've been uncharacteristically poor at home for a while. But United, if United win that, then they're in with a yeah, shout, surely. Definitely, because what are Ross County and Kelly on tie points? Yeah, I think they're both on twenty four, and United yeah, are on twenty. It's di- listen. Obviously, it's doable. It's be one of those three. It's doable for any of them. to stay up. It, it's also the other question of. Would they win in the playoffs? Whoever yeah. finishes a living, he'd take a playoff if you offered it right now. Oh, one hundred percent. Of course he would. But yeah. again, it's like you say, it'd be brilliant if it was a Dundee derby in like the playoff final or something. That would be class. That'd be class. But because because uh, I'm just looking at like the rest of the championship. I mean, Air, they've just they're, fallen they're, off massively. Their crash and burn is just remarkable. Queens Park will probably win it. Yeah, you've then got the likes of Morton in the playoffs. Which would I be want cool. Morton to come up so Yeah, so badly. would I. So would I if I had to choose anybody. Because I've still never know. been to Capital, and that's the only reason I want to go. And Dundee be boring. Like Queen's Park and Morton would be so refreshing for Scotland. Yeah. Or I think for the Scottish be, Premiership, I should say. I think they would be two of the worst teams the Premiership has ever seen. But it it'd be, be, be great viewing. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Who cares? <sighs> but thankfully. Hearts aren't one of the worst teams that the Scottish yeah, Premiership has ever seen. Yeah, uh, see, that was be- that was much better than the first one. Yeah, I just realised I've had an absolute shocker because I I thought I, like again I think I, I think I called Lee Johnson Lee Johnston. It's a major blip. Guys. I don't think you did. I'm tired. I think I, can't you, be I think you said Lee Johnson. I think oh, you said okay, Lee Johnson. Fine. I think we're fine. I'm just, I'm just I'm just worried how that'll come out. Because I thought there, might, thought there was a little noise in the background, but we're all m- moving on. Speaking of Eric Gaffer, Robbie Nielsen he made three changes to the Hearts team that lost away to Motherwell in the Scottish Premiership two 0 Kai Rolls came back into the Jambos' defence as he replaced Toby Civic, who dropped onto the bench to accompany James Hill and Stephen Kingsley in the back three. George Grant replaced Cammy Devlin to partner Robert Snodgrass in midfield, and Stephen Humphreys was omitted from the matchday squad entirely. Uh, for Josh Janelli, who had served his suspension to come back into the fold. Hearts therefore lined up as follows. It was Xander Clark in goal. Back three, like I say, of James Hill, Kyros and Stephen Kingsley. Michael Smith right wing back. Alex Cochran left wing back with Robert Snodgrass and George Grant in the middle. And Barry Mackay, Lauren Shankland and Josh Janelli in attack. What did you make of that selection, McIver? I was delighted to get it right up Richard Cobb after last week he said there was no point in talking about George Grant starting. And then lo and behold, George Grant starts. So, yeah. Um, I was simultaneously delighted to see Kai Rolls back and terrified to see Toby Civic drop out. That's what I was going to say. Are you surprised that it was at Civic's expense? Apparently it's because of a knock that didn't settle. 
right? So are, you buy, are you buying that? Yes, purely because he didn't. He also didn't do a lot of the warm up. Okay. He was he was mainly stretching out his calf. Well, that so that, that seems legit because for me, if any of that back three are to get dropped, you know what? In saying that, it probably would be Kingsley, even though I love him to bits. It is Kingsley. But then. I think it. I, I, I don't know if it's my personal Kingsley preference. Really well. Yeah, exactly. It, it, it would be James Hill, and then you'd have Civic over on the right, Kingsley on the left, and big roles in the middle. But this I, season, I I'd have a back three of Civic Rose, Hills, <laughs> Hill, Civic, I and like, Rose. I like Hibbic being the tag team name. <laughs> Please, I like that. Please don't. Oh, can't be asked. But yes, oh. I was delighted with that. And then the main point. <laughs> that everybody focused on was Gino's back in the squad and I said to my brother literally before kickoff, I was like it's a Tayside team I bet, well yeah. I bet he does well I bet he does well I didn't expect him to do as well and it is now just a meme what did the area of Tayside do to Josh Dinelli <laughs> and his family because it's not a coincidence anymore he turns into Messi against anyone from the area I, do you know he does love a Tayside team goal but as does as does George Grant now because that's his second and his first came against Dundee United. So Dundee and now Perth. Don't know. Maybe maybe he's hoping that Dundee come up like we've, like we've alluded to. He's he's, he's adamant that Gary Boyer's team are going to come up through the playoffs. Did did like Dundee as a city? I'm the history guy here. Did Dundee as a city and Tayside generally do something to England? And it's all the English. Oh yeah, oh, that's, that's good. Yeah, Cochrane scored against Dundee United last season as well. There's oh, something we have happened here. I don't know. It's either that or the gaffer just hates former clubs. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I'm on board with it regardless. But yeah, I was chuffed with the team selection. Worried about Civic, but hopefully he's fine. Worried about Humphreys as well? No. No, he's just ill. Okay. Nice. I, I, didn't, is, I didn't know he that. Won't and be I wasn't playing in the against, game, so, so that's he won't great. be playing against Celtic either. Bo- both games? Oh, Christ. I should have done yeah. my research. I thought the Kingsley was, so that's great. Kingsley uh, might be back for Saturday. Oh, nice. The one that I've not written a preview for, so that's. See, that's you're fine. Yeah. You're fine. Yeah, great. <laughs> no, it's, no, I'm not, because I'm adamant that he's starting <laughs> on Wednesday night. And he, of course, won't be. So no, great. he's definitely not. Maybe, I'll, def- maybe, maybe I need to get back to Tynecastle and actually start paying more attention. <laughs> that would be that would be a good start. I've got to be honest, team. Again, we're, we're going to get personal before we get into the game. My head's been up my arse. I've got an assignment due the Thursday. I'm going to have an absolute whale of a time this weekend. So life is pretty pish at the minute. But we're getting there. We're going to bash on. We're ploughing on. And we're, we're going to get out the other side. I really need to, I really need this weekend. I'm oh, sorry. I support it. I support Even it. despite the inevitable shagging off a of Celtic. Um, you know they are. Yeah. <laughs> Oh God! I hope the Gorgie Ultras are great in the in the, in the Gorgie. That would be yeah. that would that would make my weekend, regardless That's of the score. Um, but as Saturday goes, yeah, uh, the, the it start, was really good. Yeah, it was. It was. I, I think it was a slow start, as Hearts so often start slowly. But I don't think it was. Well, the, if if we get into the early chances, I mean, eight minutes. Xander Clark has to be equal to a Stevie May drive. A slack pass out is nearly punished by his former yeah. teammate. As much as it's poor, 
it looked as though St Johnson's press was really good uh, mm-hmm. very very prevalent early on um, but up the other end Mike, Remy Matthews saves a thundering Michael Smith volley it's a lovely little build up from Hearts oh no you did it uh, which sees the three guys. S's combined Snodgrass and Shanklin link up with the latter finding the fullback. but it's a decent stop for the Saints shot stopper and presumably Mr McIver it prevented money entering your account yeah it did would have been £50 richer <laughs> ah what was it 24s £2 yeah. on yeah 24s Oof. With three six five, yes. No, Sky Bet. Well, Sky Bet. Yeah. Nice. Well, that's gutted. Yeah. It was such a good move as well. It was. It was, like it was a great well move. Played. It was a great move, and it's a decent strike. But it's just a a, a good stop by by the yeah. Saints goalie. But just five minutes later, on twenty one minutes, we would make the breakthrough. Patient build up, passing a plenty. Mackay, Snodgrass, Hill, Grant. Smith again, Shankland all involved. Eventually it comes to Josh Janelli, who assesses his options, cuts inside, sends a low-footed drive beyond Remy Matthews, courtesy of a deflection, but into the bottom left-hand corner. We missed him at Fur Park, McIver, and he's making his presence felt here. He needs a new deal. He needs a new deal so badly. Is that the number one... Priority, priority in the squad yes. in terms of how it currently shapes up like is that a bigger priority than say the right wing back position or another creative midfielder in like terms how, of a how, signing yeah like how would you rank it interesting I didn't think that's the angle you were going to take on it I thought you were going thanks to very much mate existing <laughs> contract negotiations with other players oh in terms of existing he's by far and away top, top of the list I mean in terms of the squad generally in the summer. Yeah, I would say yeah, purely because it's someone like... We're because you've not had that other... Con- I have not had that consistency from anybody else yeah. really in the wide area. It's okay. his best season in terms of numbers. Undoubtedly. I was, this, I was saying this actually after the game. I can't remember... Uh, I was about to say, I can't remember the last time a wide player got th- these numbers... I know that there's a massive asterisk beside that because he is playing centrally. He is mm-hmm. almost like a striker. But I can't think of the last time like a wide player, a winger, got these numbers and I'm like, I guess it was Jamie Walker. But again, Walker, it was when he Drifted played Drifted inside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, he's just, he's on fire. Again, I mean, this, this took him to seven for the season. Obviously, later comes eight, but yeah. that's that's not a bad return from Gino. In, in all comps, I think the only exception from the league is Hibs in the Cup. It must be, yeah, because he never scored in the League Cup because we only played Kelly. Kelly. Yeah. <laughs> Did he score in Europe? That's only Hearts good. I don't think so. I think I think no. it's only I think it's only League League yeah. and Cup. Fair so. point. Listen, it was one of those. I know he, he frustrates a lot of people, but the last two games have shown exactly why he needs to be here. In one game, he wasn't there and we had nothing without him. And in the one game that he comes back, you could tell there was just an extra level to us, an extra bit of depth, an extra tactic. That it, There was points where Shankland went central and Gino started drifting out and then defenders got used to Shankland and then Gino came back in central and Shankland drifted out. It just gives us different alternatives. The three interchanging are a great watch. When, when, yeah. it, when everything's in full flow and it's going really well it is a really good watch that goal coincidentally seemed to spring hearts into life I think it's fair to say Lauren Shanklin went close 
after receiving from Grant a few minutes later, but his drive was tipped over the bar by Remy Matthews, who was having a, a great game early on. Yeah. Graham Carey then looked to bend an equaliser home after receiving from Stevie May down the left-hand side, but it sailed over the bar. And a minute later, an, a great save from Xander Clark. Stevie May crosses for Dre Wright, who's a matter of yards out, and somehow Saints don't score. It looks like Clark gets a touch. It looks like maybe James Hill as well on the line gets yeah, a touch. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. <laughs> Remarkable, really. Um and, and again, like to be honest, it seemed like it was chances of plenty in the early exchanges. I mean, Shanklin heads a, a Kingsley cross at Matthews. Clark tips over from Cammy McPherson after receiving from May, who'd been found by Montgomery down the left. And Connor McLennan would head over after Dre Wright got some joy down the right and seemed to get the better of Alex Cochran. It, I was obviously unable to attend, but how were you feeling going into the half at solely 1 0? Because it looked like St Johnston had chances of plenty. We had chances of plenty. I want to know, was our lead sort of justified? What, what were your thoughts? So this is the thing. I've seen, After the game, and kind of in the 24 hours after it, I saw a lot of yeah, opinions from people and how they felt the game went. And I, I seem to be in the minority, and that, that's totally fine. I never felt like we were ever going to do anything else than win that game after we scored. Okay. I, I, I felt from minute one to minute 90 we controlled the game. I know that they had chances, but most of them are speculative efforts from the edge of the box or caused by our own mistakes. Very rarely did St Johnston just break us down. It was more, oh, I don't think James Hill had a particularly good first half. He, he was routinely, I was I was about to say dispossessed. He wasn't so much dispossessed as just his passes were being intercepted. He wasn't being tackled, but just whenever he went to make a pass, he was being intercepted. But generally I just felt we're controlling this game we're doing fight there was the, another one of those situations where it was around the 35 38 minute mark we're 1-0 up Cochrane had the ball on the far side and St Johnson kind of went back into their shape so Cochrane just rolls it to Kingsley who rolls it to Hill actually Hill played it to Smith Smith then went back inside to Hill and rolls ends up with the ball and we're keeping it really well and there's a smattering of booze and like complaining it's like we're winning and we're doing really well to keep the ball and I think it then ended up leading to a chance because we were patient in our build up some people were complaining about Clark and Hill and doing short passes and stuff like that this is the way we play this is the way Robbie wants us to play I'm glad that if we make a couple of mistakes the players don't just go oh no I don't want to do that anymore let's just go long because there I found out before, my brother actually told me this, so if it's wrong, blame Keir. The <laughs> St. Johnston defence is the tallest on average in the league. Oh, really? So, when people are going, just send it, it doesn't Yeah, it's work. food and drink. <laughs> yeah, like, that's what they are going to benefit. So, I think that's what Robbie was saying as well. Like, keep it on the deck and build. Who, who, did, who did he start with? Was it Alex Mitchell, Liam Gordon and... Andy Considine and, and Considine I yeah Considine came back in so yeah three three big boys yeah who cannot play football so <laughs> keep it on the deck and hatchet men so Johnston yeah. so Johnston are like a perfect blend of experience and like general I don't know a sort of nastiness guile they've got guile basically <laughs> they know what they're doing they, they're no idiots they're smart they'll know how to do the dark arts they can't even the really dark play, arts. Nice. I like it. they do that. And that was the thing. I was like, this is a good half. Obviously, you're still in that mind frame of 
It doesn't matter who you are. One nil is not a comfortable lead. No, anything can happen. Oh God! I mean, how, how many times have we seen it? That's that's probably where the boots come from. Hearts <laughs> need to be three, four nil up before everybody can put their mind at ease. Can relax a wee bit, <laughs> aye. Um, but yeah, I was just like, this is good. We're playing well. Smith, I thought, especially had a really good game in that first half. He was just constantly bombing down, and he Looking just like Michael Smith getting, of old. Yeah, he's getting back to his best recently. I know apart from Fir Park, where everybody was shit, but generally he's been good, and I I was really happy in that first half. Bring a tear to a glass eye. That I know exactly. Honestly, what's that? What's that? Well, I know this is like a really random um, road to go down, but there's like a Harry Potter film, and I swear Hagrid says, "I wish you could have seen him in his prime," and I think of that every time I'm speaking to my missus about Michael Smith. <laughs> Because she's just adamant that he's like a pensioner, and I, I just want, I just want the best for him. We went through some shit times, and he was top, and that squad <laughs> just were not of that same caliber as him. I love him so much. Yeah, we we need to put him through therapy for the stuff that we've put him through. He's got PTSD. I think I heard Laurie say when I watched the highlights back, one hundred and ninety-five appearances for Hearts. That is genuinely that that man deserves a knighthood. Yeah, he does. He, what he deserves is he deserves a trophy and he I does. hate that he's not going to get one I don't Aye. think that's the incentive for Saturday get the fucking finger out <laughs> Nielsen goes into the dressing room and points at Smith <laughs> this him. man has been through hell and back <laughs> he had to deal with Steve McLean at left wing in a national semi-final for fuck's sake do it for him it's like the Simpsons episode where Homer has all the pictures of Maggie with Do It For Her. It's just Michael Smith on the wall. I'm <laughs> <Of> a bastard. <laughs> yeah, of each, exactly. and every, each and every shirt, there's just a photo of Michael Smith. Yeah. Oh, that'd be brilliant. And like each and every different strip that he's played in <laughs> alongside right. some jobber next to him. <laughs> I wanted Tayside Destroyer as the title. It is now Do It For Michael. That is the title. Do it, do it for Michael or do it for Mick. I like it. Yes, yes, exactly. Oh, dear. Anyway. Anyway, <laughs> the second half of St. Johnston. Well, exactly. We were talking about the St. Johnston hatchet men, and nobody, nobody defines that better than Melker Halberg, who can't make the most of a free header, nodding straight at Xander Clark to gather at a corner on 48 minutes. And at 57 minutes, he curls one wide, looking for the far corner after Hearts tried to break. Barry Mackay couldn't connect with Alex Cochran's pass. And just as you alluded to MacGyver, if there wasn't enough discontent with the first half performance, Barry Mackay seemingly running to get on the end of Alex Cochran's pass and then failing to do so led to murmurs amongst the crowd. Yeah, I, I Honestly, I love Tyne Castle, right? I really do. And I, I'm just as passionate. I'd get just as annoyed as anybody. But sometimes, sometimes it isn't really justified. We have it? the moaniest support in the world, man. If we know four now for half time, it's like right changes. Get them off. We're never happy. I I remember hearing Derek Ferguson speaking about this recently. He says he quite likes that. And I, I like I get that if you were playing, sometimes it can sort of spur you on if need be. No, if but you're in, in the stand and you're but, just like, oh, fucking hell. Exactly. There's either that if you're in the stand or if you're a new signing. I wonder what <laughs> I wonder what wee Yutaro Oda makes of it, having flown over from Japan. He's probably thinking, he's, oh, my God, I'm going to have to score <laughs> 50 goals a season to shut this mob up. We're comfortably winning. We're five points clear in third and there's folk booing and 
potentially saying Nielsen to leave. Oh dear. However, I mean, just shy of an hour played. Hearts were next to nearly score via set piece. Alex Cochran drags one wide, following a clearance from former Hearts youth Liam Gordon. But it wasn't to be long before the Jambos would double their advantage. And this is upper echelon. This is this is a this is a a contender that's flying under the radar for one of our goals of the season. Michael Smith's role is absolutely pivotal. Spots Barry Mackay out on the left-hand side. It's a lovely one to the exchanges with Alex Cochran. And he slides over for Josh Ginelli to prod home at the back stick from a few yards out. Bit of patience, some movement required, but a lovely execution. And it's a great goal to put hearts to the good, isn't it, McIver? Is there any coincidence that we were in the programme and our specific <laughs> my section was specifically Oh, here he goes. <laughs> oh, I was waiting for this. Do you know what? I actually thought of this before we came on here. I thought, we didn't plug the fact that we're in the programme. No, didn't. <laughs> wonder if any bastard's going to pick it up. And then well, here he goes. Go on, Ed. I've stolen your thunder, but on you go. For folk who missed it, we were in the programme and we decided <laughs> to speak about our our individual shouts for player of the you year. You decided. Which was yeah, great from you, to be fair. Yeah, I decided. Because I had nothing and up my sleeve. Adam went with the with the popular choice. The, the obvious choice. choice, some yeah. may say. The lazy choice. And went I, with listen, Shackley. I wanted him from early. I'm just happy to see him do his thing. I'm here. The indie guy. Niche <laughs> content. Mr. Mr. B, Mr. Against the Grain. Yep, exactly. I went with Alex Cochran. Oh, and then he, he sat, he clearly sat pre-match, read the programme, <laughs> read the section and was like, I'm going to put on a show here because he was fucking excellent as always on Saturday. And that pass is unbelievable. It's Beautiful. so well done. He takes it in and with one touch just plays it back. It's amazing. <laughs> Can I say on the other hand, Lawrence Shankland has probably read my piece and has thought, uh, he's, I've built him to how you do. He's like, ah, I can't do really need to bother him trying to perform the day. I will say, Shankland also had a really good game. He oh, just that's didn't nice. Score. That's nice. That's His hold-up play was amazing. There was points where Shankland but... was like, dropping to the halfway line, controlling it, holding off four guys and then feeding it inside to Grant. But McIver, I mean, he didn't bag a pen, so he's obviously had a shit so game. Acor- a- yeah, according to some, honestly. Yeah. Sick of folks that are sick of folk yeah. dubbing him a pen merchant. It it's honestly grinds my gears. Josh Janelli continued his personal vendetta. It was really. Did you see what Callum Davidson said after the game? No, I did not. What did he say? He was asked. He was asked about Janelli, and he was like, "I don't know what we've done to him." <laughs> He's like, "I, I because he was also like, I can't really like plan for it because he doesn't do a lot of what he does against us against other teams, which is a fair point." And it's, it's something that we'll get onto in the quiz. I mean, that takes him to eight for the season. Three of those have come against Tayside teams, what with one being against United and now a brace against St Johnston. So you better get your thinking cap on later on, young God. man. Um, <laughs> but again, brilliant goal. And and then it's then I think the crowd are a little bit more relaxed at, at two zip. <laughs> Barry Mackay looks to bend one in the far corner, but it's a poor effort. Uh, after an equally poor cross, can I say, from Josh Janelli, uh, it was cleared in his direction. But, fortunately, <laughs> soon it would be three without reply. And again, well, yeah, it is courtesy of a poor cross, let's let's just say. It's a shot. <laughs> it's, 
It's not a shot. Whatever it is, it's, it's not. A a, whatever it is, it's not a shot. He opens his body up for it. Yeah, for a pass that just sneaks <laughs> into the bottom corner. George Grant's corner is headed into the middle by James Hill. There's Janelli in there. There's Kai Rolls in there. It's cleared to Barry McKay on the edge of the area. I, I will give George Grant his props. He gets back on side. He, he then receives it out, the line out, out on the right hand side well. yeah he does you can see him sort of just itching yeah. and he's gone Barry feed me he does sends a ball into the box which like I say trickles into the corner there's absolutely no way he's intended it 3-0 yes. hearts what are you saying to it I'm fully on board with the George Grant hype trick <laughs> I've been saying it now for a few weeks everybody has in fairness that his performances off the bench have shown that he should be starting and that's now back to back starts against Hamilton and uh, St Johnson that he's played well in making the most of his chance definitely he gets an assist for the first one technically because he's the last person to play to Gino and Barry Mackay claims the other two again yes. you yeah, know exactly. again there's folk that's been moaning about his numbers but he's... he had a very good game as well because it was against a bottom six <laughs> yeah. yeah of course it was it'll <laughs> be, no, be absolutely anonymous on Wednesday night <laughs> yeah exactly guaranteed um, but yeah Grant played really well listen it's like a, it seems that our tactic is to tell our centre mids to cross from that area and it'll just go in because Snodgrass did it against St Mirren as well so this sure. seems to just be the plan get it in the mixer and make things happen why yeah, not exactly I hate by the way sports scene for claiming that there's a deflection oh I mean please don't get me started on that programme listen don't we have a I have a personal affiliation with it as Andrew Petrie is one of the We both do. He does a very he does a very good job. Right? He does. Fair play to him. He does. I hate but, the rest of the show. But he yeah, like he's carrying that show on his back. Yes, he very much is. Fair play. Because the rest of the it is game this week. The rest of it really is a heap of shite. It's just so clearly not I could tell when he hit it there's no deflection on it. But, Thankfully Jordan's footage shows perfectly that there's nothing. There you go. Like I I, I don't. Just just don't. Yeah, but yeah, three nil, three nil, three nil. Happy days. Shanklin tries to feed Janelli, who's on a hat trick, but he skews one wide, and appears to hurt his calf in the process. But the the only other real instance that I want to talk about McIver is toward the end of the game. Um. Well, actually, no. There's two instances, but I, I mean, I, I referenced them earlier on. Stephen Kingsley looked back to his best in this mm-hmm. one particular instance. The clean sheets kept intact following some slack defending from one of the centre-halves and Stephen Kingsley's brilliance uh, being being one of the others. A slack back... Uh, a slack... A slack pass back... Jesus, easy for me to say... from Kai Rolls is pounced upon by Zach Rudden uh, who appears to round Xander Clark, looks to poke home but a phenomenal block from Stephen Kingsley prevents the Saints striker from scoring. It wouldn't have changed too much in the grand scheme of things but it's nice to see a little glimpse of Stephen Kingsley back to his brilliant best because, look, I, I've i been critical of him recently. Um, I still love the guy. I really do. Yeah. But that was just a little glimpse of what he can do being a defender first and foremost, obviously. I love his free kicks. I love his goal against Hibs at Hamden. I love watching him caress that ball but first and foremost he's a defender and that was a phenomenal bit of intuition I've uh, I've worked out why he was good on Saturday why's that 
he, uh, he had his hair slicked back. Ah, you reckon this is this is this is the, this is the key they can bring back. Stephen King's are being good. Has he visited but a yeah. new barber recently? I would love to know. Exactly. Stephen, if you're watching, let us know. Why would he be half an hour deep into this show? If he is, we need to be getting training looked at because yeah. he's got too much time on his hands. Yeah, here, my kid, he doesn't watch. But yeah, he was excellent. He was fantastic. <laughs> really, really good block. Delighted for him. All right, nice. <laughs> is that a perfect summary for you? <laughs> yeah, great. Um, up the other end, Grant Kual would hit the bar before George Grant tries his luck, but to no avail. Kual's chip was all that he did, and I don't mean to dig out individuals here, but I'm gonna. This geezer on Twitter was winding me up, and he wound various oh, right. other Hearts this fans guy. up. Right, yeah. This guy. So I've got the tweet here. It's from a, a Rory Flanagan who, according to his bio, He's is a, an U- Australian a, a UK form analyst, DMs always open, foodie, ligulate. Don't know what ligulate means, but that's fine. I just I wanted think to... He, I think he's Australian and covers the... Cover, kind of covers he, he is. He, he's a soccer enthusiast. His tweet, which really irked me, and several other Hearts fans who all replied to him, which was great, great to see <laughs> all the Jambos jump on the bandwagon. It wasn't good. Like, we need to be better than this. Oh, look a, at him sticking up for the Newcastle loney. No, cause it, no, because this guy's also a fucking idiot. But just, like, move on! Just go, we've won 3-0, it's fine. Love it. Well, well th- this is it. Poor Grancule takes until the final minute of the game for a teammate to even pass him the ball. Decides to lob the keeper from the wing and hits the bar. Imagine what he could do if Hearts had any football IQ. He then subsequently replies to his own tweet and says, You've got a kid coming on, 3-0 up, game is safe, and you can't even pass in the ball or even look for him in possession. Complete waste of time for everyone. Doesn't matter how many minutes he gets if you simply don't pass him the ball. What a pile of absolute tosh. Right. I, I... Out of the Hearts fan base, I'm in a very unique position where I need this loan move to do well for both like you, you and Anas Hassan. Yes, exactly. And I think there's other Hearts Newcastle kind of fans as well on Twitter who have tweeted to me about him and, and stuff like that. So I totally understand that, for example, so many people will view him in like the Ben Woodburn kind of mould where so. it's like, oh, well, we don't care about what this youngster does. Why are you dying laughing? Sorry. I'm looking at some of the responses. And this one comes from Ryan McNulty, who I think follows us. Yeah, he does. And he said, he's as raw as the WWE on a Monday night. That's the worst, that's the worst pun ever. And I'm that's so brilliant. on board with it. Like that. I'm so on board. Right, so, my point <laughs> Give is, that a wee like. I want Grand to do really well, not only for Hearts, because then I want him to do really well for Newcastle. So, I I know what that guy's point is. His point is that why are we bringing him along with so few time? Because from his perspective, he doesn't care how Hearts are doing. He just wants Grant to get game. He would be fine if Hearts yeah. lost every game, but Grant played ninety minutes every week and, and got scored in a that couple experience. of experience. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So 
the middle ground. And Hearts fans are like, we think we're shit about this young stuff in Newcastle. We're winning games. That's what we care about. So, which which they have every right to do. So, I mean, absolutely. I mean, I mean we've we've criticised Hearts youth setup for ages. It's so hard to develop a player that isn't ours. Yeah. And then wonder why ours aren't up to standard. So the middle ground of this is me- when we scored the third. I went get Garang on. Give him like. 73 minutes at that stage yeah, yeah exactly. you've got 15 like, minutes easy give him, maybe give 20 him with time. additional time or what have you give him loads of time and he didn't and this is another thing it's like I feel like we've now only got a maximum of 12 games left of him like use him more I am of the opinion I think we need to use him more right well not, not sure that's strictly true especially, with the especially because Barry Mackay's been shit for ages alright I see what you're saying you're adamant that we're going to get knocked out by Celtic in the 11 fixtures so that's, that's nice yes that's yes that's exactly nice. that is exactly my viewpoint yeah. Yeah, I, I was <laughs> going to say yeah well 12 I'd, li- I'd like to be more optimistic and maybe push no. out to 14 but no yeah. we have 12 games left um, oh. so I'd like to see Grand feature however whether or not it's his fault and I don't think it is his fault but just if you are a Hearts fan with no connection to Garang, why would we start him? What's he shown Thank you. in any Thank of you. the games? Right? He's had a few he was I thought he was good when he came on against Livingston, but objectively he missed Mr. Sitter. Thank right? you. Right? So I totally understand why Robbie would go, No, it's not my responsibility to ensure this guy's development over <laughs> the benefit of the team. Yes. When you're go to sit there and go, Hearts don't have any football in IQ when you're just doing that because you're annoyed and it's not actually going to benefit the argument, all that does is make Hearts fans annoyed at you, which is why it's just insults and stuff like that. Garan came on and did have that chance where he did really well, where it's like a lofted ball and it was really unlucky. Simultaneously, there were several chances where a ball got put in a channel and he didn't even try and run. Now, I think it's because he's went, I'm not getting that. But I think if you're trying out Paisley Liam Gordon, yes, you are, Garan. <laughs> <laughs> The point is, Hearts fans are fully justified to be like, why is it our responsibility to better an 18-year-old when he's in a position, a.k.a. he's competing with Gino, and Gino's having the best season of his life. Hearts career so far. Currently, yeah. 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 So, why is he going to do that? On the flip side, I totally understand why Newcastle fans and Australian fans are going to go, we don't care about how... Hearts Josh are, Janelli's performing yeah, yeah we don't get we want to see Garang do well yeah. so it's like would I like Garang to be given more opportunity than he currently has yes do I actually think this is best for his development the way Robbie's been treating him yes this is his first season in men's football properly he can't oh. just be expected oh. to run properly and fully go like I'm just class same I'm just going to be amazing same club as Kai Rolls, I believe mate but yeah, but he only but he didn't. Nah, I'm only winding you up. Listen, the A League is proven. You're either class or you're terrible. <laughs> Dog shit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, I felt for Garang because it's not his fault that folk are saying that and creating like division. Because I don't like how some Hearts fans have been like, he's got no future. He's shit. Uh, yeah. It's like, again, like we're so quick to write them off, but uh, but to be honest, Bakayama, like for me. I just look at it and think it's like life it has to be earned the opportunity has to be earned for him to play Uh, we we haven't seen too much of him yet but there is a reason for that yeah just everybody basically 
Camden. Yeah, we've That's got fine. time. It's March. Yeah. He's here till May, June. We've got bags of time. Exactly. Besides, when when we do absolutely bugger all in the split, you'll probably be given tons of minutes then. So yeah, exactly. You know, we we just better hope that we've got the split or that we've got third wrapped up so by the time that <laughs> the, the, the split comes round because I'm dreading yeah. it already. Yep. But that was that. Three 0 No, it wasn't. Okay. You haven't mentioned a player that I understand you weren't there. You didn't see the full game. No, I totally get it because he yeah, didn't make any highlights. Okay. Keo came on and was fantastic. Oh really? Oh, I like to that. hear that. Go on, give it, enlighten us and enlighten me. Everybody else will have probably been there and seen him, but that's that's Keogh good. Keo came on. It was really good to see Twitter kind of say that as well. Like a lot of people's thoughts summarising the game always ended with, by the way, thought Keo came on and did really well. He just came that's on. Great. I don't. I don't think he like, ever lost the ball. He had 92% pass accuracy. He won four out of five defensive blocks. He kept coming on just kind of going, oh, I'll take that. And again, recycling. He didn't do anything flashy. He wasn't playing 60-yard passes and that. He was just getting it, turning, playing. And that was great. I'm like, Sundays. that is what you need to do, son. I'm on Some, board. Somebody's done his homework with the four out of five interceptions and all yeah, that jazz on, I, on I 70 like minutes Keogh. for Snodgrass. You do like him, actually. I like you, you, you're, right? wanting, you're wanting him to succeed, don't you? Well, we, am, all, we all do, but like you, you've got this weird fixation again, talking about the programme piece with these defenders, defensive-minded yeah. players. Yes. Don't get it at all, mate. Don't get it at that's, all. And also, he's way younger than I think everyone thinks he is. Is he not about 23, 24? He's 24, I thought he was like 27, 28. 24, so, yeah, that's alright. He's got time. Seventh of me, is a month older than me. See, and look at the state of him. Look at so my baby face. <laughs> exactly, so but I just wanted to get that mention I'm all over the place. So many people are obviously, understandably, quick to say how poor he's been at times. I'm here, I'm shining the light for the rest of his nice. glue when he does well. Oh, good for you, mate. And there'll be plenty of lights shining down on 22 oh, players God. at Parkhead on He's got to start and be shit. As Celtic host hearts. Now, in fairness, we went there, made changes of plenty earlier on in the, the season. The jobbers in the team and did quite well. And only lost 2-0 with the second coming late on through Giacomacchus, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I, I should know because I was there and it was... The Ross Stewart coming out party. The basically. Ross Stewart masterclass. <laughs> yeah, basically. How are you feeling heading to Parkhead on a Wednesday night? <laughs> We've got them at the weekend at Tidecastle in the Scottish Cup quarterfinal. Are you agreeing with some fans' idea of playing a weakened team on Wednesday to ensure the strongest team play on the Saturday? What's what's your thoughts? Because I think Robbie's going to go strong in both. I think Robbie will do that. Um, I, I really hate to disappoint everyone. I forgot this game was happening until today. Um, so, Lucky you. Yeah, I've really not thought about these. I'm very much the type of fan, and it's fine if you disagree with this, to just write off games in Glasgow. I'm like, right, we're yeah. not getting anything for them. Fine, just pretend they don't have. I, I'm the type of fan that wants to believe that we will see Hearts winning Glasgow. Yet every time no. these fixtures come ahead, like I'm more likely to go to Ibrox than I am Parkhead. I feel like my Parkhead, dad and brother are going to Parkhead. They are mental. They are mental. Thirty quid to go and sit behind that a is, pillar. That is scandalous. It's the worst yeah. away in in the country by 
a million miles. Yeah, it's awful. Um, it's awful. We always get pumped. So I actually saw a couple of people. I feel bad that I can't see who they are. Sorry. But I saw a couple of people be like, controversial opinion. I'd rather we win on Wednesday than we win on Saturday. Don't and get that log- at all. Their logic was they don't think we're winning the cup. They were like, we're not going to win the cup anyway. So, so they're third sewn up. Third's more important. They, they both, both people I saw, both people I saw caveated it with, if we win the cup, obviously that's more important. But just, they're like, we're not going to miss out the can. Rangers going in, so therefore that. I get that. So what's obviously, your thoughts? If someone said to me, you can only win one game, I'd rather win on Saturday. Just Without to have a doubt. that moment. And their Even chance of a domestic treble as well would be funny. That would just that would, be part That would be great. Even if we don't end up winning it, it would be good. I think we have no chance in either game. And a Hamden trip would be nice. Sure. But we'd get Rangers get... in the semi-final. Oh, without <laughs> a doubt. And one of Air, Falkirk, Inverness or Kelly <laughs> would make the final yeah, against exactly. Rangers. Oh, yeah. God. Um, so... I understand the people saying rest players on Wednesday. I, I'm not going to be like, I think all the eggs should be put in the Saturday basket. I, if it ended up being that <laughs> we win on basket. Wednesday, the Saturday basket. If That's title up, material as well, but you've done that, sorry. If we ended up winning on, tom- well, tonight as this gets released, but nice. tomorrow night for us, and then get beat on Saturday, I will take solace in that. I'll be like, well, that's, gutting but we've picked up three points that no one expected it to and has helped us cement third in a set of fixtures that no one expected us to get anything against do I see it happening no chance I think Celtic are basically unstoppable right now what's your aggregate score over the two games I wouldn't be surprised if it's like either 10-0 or 2-0 like it it wouldn't surprise me either way if we managed to sneak out like if they just narrowly beat us both times or if they battered us both times I would because be it, it, could, it could be anything both. it really yeah. it, it could be anything Wednesday is Postacoglu's 100th game in charge as Celtic manager Oof, again very well refor- uh, well researched I should say it would be objectively class oh if brilliant first, if he's first and 100th games were losses to Hearts. All right, that enough. would be yeah. pretty great. Yeah, that I would be good. I would really like that. Do I think it's going to happen? Not no. a million years. I think we're going to get. I think we'll get battered more at Parkhead than we so did at Tynecastle. Hundred percent. Given the Tynecastle record, I think in the last five games they've all been settled by a goal. Is that right? Yeah, it's it's. We've never lost by more than one goal. Whereas at Parkhead. Really, we really get beat by just one. Yeah, goal. that really could be a cricket score. What What yeah. are you going for midweek? Um, I I just think it's one of those where it's like, oh, we're going to beat five nil. So you go five. Yeah, I've gone for a slightly more optimistic four. Um, and on, <laughs> and on Saturday, uh, we're going to get beat an extra time. Oh my god! Don't say that. Because then I can predict a draw and uh, maintain this draw thing. Oh right, okay. I see what you're doing. So oh, that, going, would, that would be the worst. I'm going one all in normal time. And then we get beat in extra time. 2-1, 3-1, 4-1. Yeah, extra time. 
Oh god, I want to be optimistic heading into the weekend, but hey, saying one all and taking the extra time is optimistic. I know, but to then lose it, like you're just preventing yeah. the inevitable. That's yeah, that's that's arguably worse. Oh, it's so much. I'd rather be beaten in normal time. I deservedly beaten at that. Yeah, than have a chance. At yeah, like a glimmer of hope, and then just snatched away from you. <sighs> well, I go for on the Saturday. I think we'll score probably, hopefully. I'll go with a three-one. I'll go seven-one aggregate over the two the two Bloody games. Hell. Just don't. I went seven-two. So actually, I'm more optimistic. Bloody hell, <laughs> Jesus! We're in the end game. Now. We are in the end game. And speaking of the end, we're gonna have the quiz before we end off. Nice yes. again, planting these. Well done. Forget about the resources segue. I've had a shocker here, honestly. I, I just want to wrap this up and, and <laughs> curl up in a ball. Five questions, as always, MacIver. We've got a true or false, we've got a multiple choice, and we've got the who am I to conclude. But, <laughs> but your, other, your other questions, you ain't going to be happy with. The first, <laughs> the first one is, I return to Beechwood Park on Saturday, home of Auchinlake Talbot FC. But who scored Hearts' four goals, or who were Hearts' four goal scorers in our 5 0 win there en route to the final last season? Great away day, can I just say? I love Beechwood, even though UK got beat at the weekend. It was a rare laugh. I think I know all four. Go on then. Hit me with them. Halliday, Boyce, Haring, Atkinson. Oh! No, it's not. It's not Atkinson. Atkinson got the assist. You got three of the yeah. four. Yeah, Atkinson got the assist. Was it Cochrane? It was Cochrane. Yeah, Atkinson got the assist for it. He came in on the right-hand side. That's right, and he slides it across it goal. The there's Reed Cochrane to, yeah. to tap in. Uh, Halliday scored the first. He jumped in. A pen. Great header from Halliday. Yeah. Yeah, nice. Well, I'm not saying that. You did get them all right. Shall I give you that? Out I'm taking that. Yeah. I didn't give a shit if you don't give me right. it. I'm taking that. A, a, a pity point. Yeah, because um, you didn't give me it. I immediately went, oh, no, wait. Yeah, yeah, Cochrane. true. That's true. Yeah. Okay, you can have that through grit teeth. Uh, <laughs> your second question: Hearts and Hibs women played each other at Tynecastle in the SWPL recently, with the Gorgie girls prevailing on penalties. But true or false, Hearts women have never finished above Hibs before. True. Correct. True. Yeah, because this is going to be our officially highest ever lose, finish. Yeah, if we lose all the rest of the games, it's going to be our highest finish. But we still could finish below Hibs. Nice. Good start, McIver. Two for two. One of them's so undeserved, but I'm taking it. One and a half for two. Um, I'm taking <laughs> Your third question. Weekend opponents at Johnston could well still finish in the top six, meaning that Hearts will have to most likely beat them at McDermott Park to ensure wins in all four potential league meetings this season. But when was the last time that Hearts beat Saints in all four league meetings between the two teams? Is it A... 1990, 91. B, 1991, 92. C, 1992, 93. Or D, 1993, 94. Uh, we used to beat St. Johnston all the time. So I feel like in most of those seasons, we would have beat them all four times. Okay. We just Before I was born, we beat them all the time. So you'd be leaning towards... One of the so I'm going to go two. with the, the last one. D. 
is incorrect. The correct oh. answer is B, 1991-92. Really? So it could be could be 31 them. seasons. If St Johnston finish top six. In the top but, six, yeah. But it's going to Bloody be Bloody hell. Fair play. That's an absolute corker. Thank you, Heart Stats, as always, for uh, hooking me up. Um, <laughs> question number four. Josh Janelli loves a goal against a Tayside team. <laughs> You've been hyping this one uh, all episode. Uh, I'm really happy with this one. Having scored against St Johnston, Dundee United and Dundee when Hearts were back in the Championship. But who are the four non-Tayside Premiership teams he scored a league goal against? Ah, oh, league goal against... Ah, see, you thought that you thought that Hibs and Celtic were going to be gifts. <laughs> yeah, <it does. laughs> I, mean, I was like, I was like, I've got half yeah. of them. Right. Exactly, I thought that makes it too easy. Is this in the entire time he's been here? Yes. I actually think all four have come. No, tell a lie. One came last season, and three of the teams have come this season. Oh. Okay, thank you, because I was going to say our growth. Um, oh no, we won one nil that night, and he went off. White. And Who are the four non tayside Premiership teams he oh, scored yeah. a league goal oh, yeah. against? Come on, mate. <laughs> just to the question. Incorrect. They could have been. For massive. what it's worth, he scored against Queen of the South and Alloa when I was conducting the research oh, okay. in the championship. Right. So there you go. Right, I'm going to take it. I have no idea. Okay. Right. You're so taking stabs in the dark. Okay. Take it. I'm just going to say four. I'm going to say, has he scored against Rangers? I feel like we've never scored against Rangers when he's been <laughs> here. So I, I can genuinely think of Halkett and Haring scoring goals since he's been here. So I don't think Rangers are one. I'll say, come on, Nick, St. Mirren. Oh! Uh, has he scored against Motherwell? We'll go Motherwell. Oh. And. Who else is in the fucking league that isn't in T-Side? Uh, who else is in the league? <laughs> wait, wait a minute. That's four. Hibs and Celtic are two. Oh, no, wait. S- hold on a second. Who, who have you guessed there? You've guessed Motherwell. Kilmarnock. St. Mirren. Yeah. Motherwell. Us. He can't score against us. <laughs> Celtic and Hibs. He can't score. Right, so there's four other teams. Why can't I think... Oh, uh, Ross County. <laughs> oh, I don't right. know. Right, so last season, he scored against Motherwell. So you're correct right. there. Yeah. His only his only other four goals, coincidentally, three came against Johnston and the other against Dundee United. So <laughs> loves it. Uh, and this season, he's obviously scored against Hibs in the cup. So uh-huh. that's that's excluded. He scored against Dundee United. He scored against St Johnston twice. Obviously on oh, Saturday. It's fucking Aberdeen. Aberdeen twice. Yeah, it's Aberdeen. Kilmarnock and Livingston. With Motherwell last season, I'll be completely on it. Oh yeah, the last, the last second against Livy at Tynecastle. I'll be honest, I forgot out. Aberdeen existed. Right in my brain. <laughs> so said, I love how you just got Tayside and everybody under them. Yeah, <laughs> no like, thoughts of like, Ross County or nothing. No, not interested. No. It's just the central belt and Tayside. <laughs> exactly. That's all I care about. <laughs> nice. Right, and we're concluding with your Who Am I this week? Right. So get your thinking cap on. I'm going to get their Wikipedia up. Uh, well, actually, no, I'll, I'll read out the clues first and then you can... Two you or can four. I'll take two or You've done well. You did well, yeah. to be fair. Right. Who am I? The best part of the show. I began my youth career in Monaco before playing in France, England, Switzerland and Norway. 
I played for two Scottish clubs, including Hearts of course, before a spell in Italy, where I played for a further two clubs. That meant I represented 11, but played for 10 different clubs in a 16-year career. I scored two goals for Hearts, one in the Scottish Cup and the other in the Scottish Premiership. Despite being capped at under-17, under-18, under-19 and under-21 level, I never played full international football. Who am I? Right. Before we continue, I need to make a statement about something and acknowledge what happened last week. Oh, God. We have never had a more controversial segment than the quiz and who am I last week. Oh, we have had uh, we I specifically have had people <laughs> come up to me and mention this to me. No way! Who came up? Just, just randoms that you don't know. Nice. Two. Thanks two for your listenership, though. Team appreciate. Two people. One of them was Hearts, though. Got <laughs> um, And another just person came up. My dad had an issue with it as well. We are banning the question. What are the initials of the person? Why? Why? That was a good one. It has been met with such negativity that we huffed it. Because you then just get it. Basically, if I... Like... <laughs> Why do you think I asked it? <laughs> so, I still didn't know the first name for what it's worth. I just knew it was Brassa. It can't happen. Because that is the easiest thing ever. Now, this is... Right, I'm, okay. being, I'm being good here i'm not waiting until after this round to do it i'm getting it in so even i can't do it okay right but i'm glad it didn't benefit you it benefited cobb who isn't here (laughs) yeah i suppose that doesn't (laughs) count towards anything that's fair enough so uh, there you go everybody we've acknowledged it it won't happen again sorry right i've now forgotten all the clues oh my god i don't know it's fine right don't we read them again? What? No, it's fine. All right, okay. I'll probably after them in a minute. There was oh, a lot Jesus. of clues. There was. Right. Oh, I'm worried that I'm worried that I've made this too easy now. I have no name, so. Oh, nice. You're fine. Between you might... what years did he play for Hearts? You might get it off this though. Between what season? Sorry, not years, seasons. Oh. <laughs> right. Okay. <laughs> right. So what years, or do you want the seasons? Seasons, I want seasons. The seasons. right. Uh, let's have a look. So, 17, 18. Oh, no, it's somebody recent. <laughs> 18, 19. And yeah, left in the summer of 19. So, 17, 18, and 18, 19. What? <laughs> I mean, did you say one of the clues that he left us to go to an Italian team? No, I'll read them again. Uh, I began my youth career in Monaco before playing in France, England, Switzerland and Norway. I played for two Scottish clubs, including Hearts, of course, before a spell in Italy, where I played for a further two clubs, meaning I represented 11, but played for 10 different clubs in a 16-year career. I scored two goals for Hearts, one in the Scottish Cup and the other in the Scottish Premiership. And despite being capped uh, at under-17, under-18, under-19 and under-21 level, I never played full international football. Who am I? Right, so sorry. So he was in Italy before he came to us? No. Is that what he said? What was the Italian... Read the Italian... I played for two Scottish clubs, including Hearts, of course, before a spell in Italy. So that's what I said. 
I was like, was he in Scotland before he went to Italy? All right, went, then yes. No. Sorry, 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 sorry. Then yes, right. he was. Right. Okay. So he must be. He's either retired or getting close to retirement. Because did you say I'd like, 16... to, I'd like to think so in a 16 year career yeah right he started his career his youth career in Monaco right I've got another question I don't just want to ask the clubs but with the amount of clubs I feel like I should began his career in Monaco yes I feel like this is a risk uh-huh. But I'm going to ask for the clubs in which this person played for. Right, okay. So I can say them in any random order? No, I want them in <laughs> order. <laughs> right, okay. Oh, well, in the order I, in which yeah, I, I should Yeah, I shouldn't have said that. I should have just given you them. No, because I, I forgot about that aspect of it. Bastard. Right, you're going to get this now. Oh, okay. Monaco. Nîmes. Blackpool. Middlesbrough, Lausanne Sport, Sanez Ulf, Lillstrom, Hearts, Dunfermline, Palermo, Casale. What? <laughs> Middlesbrough? <laughs> Up the borough. Dunfermline. <laughs> Who the fuck did we send to Dunfermline that was old? <laughs> I have no clue why the skis are popped into my head as well. Wait now, wait now, wait now. Do the last six clubs oh, in oh, order. Oh, oh, oh. Alright, okay. I thought you were going to ask a No, I wasn't going to ask another question. Yeah, yeah no, no. that's fine. Last six in order. Right, okay, one, two, yeah. three, four, five, six... Sanez Ulf, Lillstrom, Hearts, Dunfermline, Palermo, Casale. Who went to Palermo? <laughs> I'm not going to get this. I'm telling you right now. I can't think of anybody who left in the summer of 19 who went to fucking Dunfermline. Because see, ninja- see ya before you said the clubs. Uh-huh. I thought it was going to be Decamona. <laughs> Decamona. Because when you Just said two Scottish Italy. clubs, oh, I was like, Kelly. come on, Nick. Yeah. yeah. Who left us and appeared, who's old, and appeared, also, for a weird part, when you said old career in that time, my brain went, it's Glenn Whelan. <laughs> Glenn Whelan joined in the south of France. He'd yeah. fry. Oh my um, god. This is going to be so obvious, I'm going to be raging. Everybody knows it at home. Oh, well. Literally, so everybody that's what makes it. Honestly, you cannot express how good a feeling it is when the other is struggling. It is such a great feeling. Left I barely get it, but it's nice when it, when it does happen. Left in 1819. So it was under Levine. <clears throat> <clears throat> Who did he fuck off to Dunfermline? The other person I was going to say because you said Hearts and Dunfermline because I always think this guy played for Dunfermline was Dario Zanata. Right. He didn't. He and didn't. and, and he certainly didn't Morgan. begin his career in Monaco either. Yeah. I need to think of a name now. 
who did we send to fucking Dunfermline? Aiden Keener. <laughs> That's genuinely one person who came into my head. Just right. go for it. Go for I'm, it. I'm using the logic French. <gasps> Wait. What were the other British clubs? Blackpool and Middlesbrough. Oh, no! I had a name! I thought it was going to be Demure, but you played for Cardiff. Oh, no. I was so convinced that I was like, it's Demure! It's, it's <laughs> the goat! But he, he didn't even leave that early. Blackpool and Middlesbrough. And is an old man. Time is ticking, Mackay. I know. I'm conscious. I'm conscious. I'm trying. I'm, I'm and, and you need to keep speaking. We don't want a silent pod. But I know. I'm, I'm now just. I'm now just trying to think of a Scanning. name. Scanning. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not thinking of a guess. I'm thinking who would make sense. Who was an old player then? <sighs> Steve McLean didn't he fucking start in Morocco. <laughs> if Steve McLean began in Morocco, <laughs> that would be legendary. I don't have any. Who's... Try to think of Scottish strikers that have gone abroad. You've got Alan McAnally at Bayern Munich, and then Stephen McLean at Monaco. What a time to be alive. I think I've fucked myself with the questions. I think you have as well, big time. I think the club one was really stupid. Particularly given when I named the nations. But then I suppose sometimes, sometimes all it takes is seeing a name, isn't it? Ah, oh, MacIver, MacIver, MacIver. You better not be bloody googling. No, uh, that was actually that my uh, electricity just went weird. So I was like, "What the fuck is oh, nice. that?" That's good to know. The other name that just came out of my head yeah. doesn't make sense either. Was a uh, Nikolai Todorov? Because <laughs> he's at Dunfermline now, I think, or is it Falkirk? Uh, Dunfermline, I think. He's at Dunfermline, right? So there's a connection, right? Who's an old man? For some reason, my brain keeps going. Say Stephen Whitaker. <laughs> what? <laughs> is this going to be the first time ever where I don't even say a name? Because I can't even think Are of you what giving to up? say. No, I want to say a name. I feel like an idiot when I don't say a name. Okay. Who's somebody that was old that played under Levine? That didn't leave when he leaves? I mean, Lloyd Demure might be a great guess, you know. No, it, it doesn't make any sense because he only <laughs> left this summer. So, <laughs> that makes no sense. Um. Oh, man, Andrew also played for Black Makes Pool. no sense. Wasn't he here <laughs> back then? Can I even think of a name to say? I know this is terrible listening, so I feel like I'm just going to have to... If I can't think of anything... No, but if, 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 this, is, this is the warning for everybody to check out the video and watch you struggling. Yeah. Because it is yeah, quite exactly. entertaining. And usually it's me that's on the, the opposite end and it's a horrible, horrible predicament. Think of a name... Anybody. Of, anybody of anybody that makes it because the problem is I would just say a name but I'm like who's old who's old that played for Dunfermline <sighs> Anything should I get this I think you I think you might be kicking yourself I'm literally now just trying to think of a name that I could say because I've given up trying to guess so who could I say who was old I can't even think of anybody who was old. I'm I'm gonna say, just because I like the image of it, uh-huh. that Steve McLean 
Even though he was here for another two years. So that's your final answer, Stephen McLean. Because we played St Johnston at the weekend, and he's a St Johnston legend, and that was not in the club. He was in the dugout. He was in the dugout. I can reveal it's not Stephen McLean. I'm absolutely shocked to hear this. The answer, McIver, is Mallory Mallow Martin. Oh, I forgot he even existed. (laughs) I I can tell, given that period was just grim. I could have asked position. I could have asked nationality. I could have asked age. Do you not think you were getting that? How many game? I literally forgot he existed. So nah, yeah, there's there no, there's there no chance I would have ever. The only thing, if you'd given me this as a clue, if you'd said that he was known for his free kicks, I yes. maybe would have got. I was, I was considering, but I thought no, that'd be too easy. But only if I narrowed it down to French centre mid. That's yeah. the only way I'd be able to get it. And. That was that was actually his only goal in the Premiership because I said one came in the Scottish Cup which was against Wraith Rovers I believe and the other was in the Premiership against Aki's that free kick and he celebrates in front of the Wheatfield. Do you not remember it? No memories of him even scoring a goal. I have no memories of him even... I have no memories of him playing. Can I just say as well he was loaned to the Pars I think when Levine came in um, and then he left Hearts having signed a three and a half year deal under Cathro what a great bit of business that was yeah. in January 2017 left that early or uh, no left that yeah sorry a year early um, he then signed for Palermo who were in Serie D yeah because they got really, they got the Rangers treatment and then he won promotion to Serie C with with them Casale and yeah I think he I think he retired back in October is here October, October, when he joined us October 2022 at the ripe old age of 34 so right so he'd, so he'd been, been 29 29 See, to 31 if you're going off the wiki that was the other thing I was thinking of guys in the late like mid 40s mid 30s when they were at us I was yeah. thinking of somebody who was like 35 34 I'm actually not that bothered in the get because I've literally forgot he existed lucky you I don't know why he popped in my head the other week I know I, I think maybe because I was thinking of Cammy Stag, and Cammy was ranting and raving. It was the time when I was going to Fife College, and two two boys that I was pally with, Jake and Cammy, they were both uh, they were both Dunfermline fans. So when we loaned Mallory Martin to them, uh, they were able to tell me of his weekly progress. I always remember that, and remembering remembering that I ought to have cared, given how piss poor Mallory Martin was for us. Yeah, fucking hell. So there you I, go. Like. He is one of those players that I just have no memories oh, of. Oh, he easily would like just disappear into the abyss. Yeah. And we'd gladly forget he and several others. Yep. Exactly. Well, did you get it? Were you screaming Mallory Martin at me? <laughs> Please let us know if you did. I'll be very impressed. But we hope you have enjoyed this episode. If you have, please give it a like, subscribe and comment if you've been watching me and my pain on YouTube. If you've just been listening to it, leave a review on your podcast platform of choice. It massively helps us out. We're at Perth to Paisley on all forms of social media. Also, Perth to Paisley at gmail.com if you want to fire over an email there. Adam, where can they get you on all the socials? Uh, they can get me on all the socials broadcasting Mallory Martin's hour-long compilation of his two hearts goals uh, at Adam T. Kendall. What about yourself, mate? I'm at dmcairo22. We'll be back next week with Adam probably being rough as anything to cover... <laughs> potentially historic wins against Celtic but Uh. most likely losses and anything else that happens in between there but until then we'll see you next time bye bye Munchies